When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the show. Look, we have a lot to get to, including Tom being a bad person and just cackling with joy. My bears had an utter debacle. We'll get to that. We'll get to a crazy weekend in college football. We'll get to Rick Spielman. There's a lot of things to tackle, but let's talk some National Football League, and let's just get with a tough reality on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I say this about the best team in the NFL, not as a hater, but as a pseudo-fan who covered that team, whose kids were born in Kansas City, who knows Clark Hunt, and who loves, from a distance, Patrick Mahomes. Somebody's got to step up and humble this football team. Somebody in the National Football League and the AFC has got to have enough pride on behalf of the rest of the league to stop the Chiefs from playing with these guys again and again and again. Chiefs win last night. They beat a brutally bad Jets team barely. I know the Jets' defense is really good. But this is a Chiefs team that just goes through every single NFL season walking backwards half the time, focusing some of the time, acting as if the most difficult league on earth is some kind of Madden game, and then just turns it on and wins the game and is consecutively dominant. Five straight AFC championship appearances under Patrick Mahomes, three Super Bowl appearances and two Super Bowls has made this team more than what we usually say it. Team that plays with its food. An expression most of you get, Tom thinks it means mixing your food on the plate. It's made them so arrogant to the point and so bored to the point that watching them is infuriating even as somebody who generally, subconsciously or otherwise, likes watching them win games. Let's go through this. All they do is play at 50% of what they're capable of doing. Now they're rolling in Tay-Tay just for fun. We're bored. Let's make this a celebrity showcase for our lack of focus and effort and energy. I know they're 3-1. and one. I know they won the game. You're rolling Ryan Reynolds. Who's he married to? Blake Lively, is that her name? Actress, model, I'm not sure what she does. Good for you, both of you, Ryan and Blake. I mean, we'll get into later how I proved to D-Cell that the Travis Kelsey, Tay-Tay thing is not true love. It's a whole, it's a phony thing. But that's part of the mix of this deal. This is a football team that watched last year the New England Patriots unsuccessfully, but still, it's an inspir- you can get inspiration from losers. Man, did the Pats lose over the weekend. You saw the arrogance of Bill Belichick say, I don't need an offensive coordinator for my brilliance. And the Chiefs said, hold my beer. We're just not going to ro- roll out any wide receivers that know how to actually catch a football and still win these games again and again and again. And then last night, Patrick Mahomes 
Bright Lights of New York City, Showcase Game on National TV, Tay-Tay and her fake true love for Kelsey watching on decided that he and the guys were going to do the most impossible task on the face of the earth. Something that no one ever conceived could be done in the NFL. A fact, a reality, a goal that makes it feel like we're kind of in a simulation. He made Zach Wilson look like a great quarterback at this level. Think about this. As Wilson had a career game. And I know, I know Mahomes doesn't play QB. But it wasn't just that Wilson played well. It's that Mahomes kind of pulled back a little bit. Chiefs got up 17 nothing. Like, this is too easy. We're incredibly bored. And over the course of the game, Mahomes had two picks. They were not because of that Jets defense. Jets defense is good, but it was just poor play, lackadaisical play. Can I go big word, Tom? It was insouciance. It was not given a you-know-what. The Chiefs are bored out of their mind. And one of the signs is that Patrick Mahomes has made 127 total starts in his collegiate and NFL career, if you include the playoffs. And only one quarterback has ever finished with more completions in one of those 127 games, more passing yards, more touchdown passes, few interceptions, and that guy was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is and was and will continue to be a punchline. Somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to make it so that the Chiefs, who are, who are fierce and are brutal and are dangerous, and I'm not going to come on the radio and pretend they're not still, for me, the favorites in the AFC, but somebody's got to step up and at least make them pretend this is hard. At least the New England Patriots, in that run with Tom Brady, the most arrogant organization in sports history, and by the way, misplaced arrogance. Turns out it was only Tom Brady doing all the magic as we see Bill Belichick fall apart. At least they pretended... There had to be some kind of Patriots way in order to, to make it work. And we have to we have to squeeze every last ounce of humanity and, and personality from our football team. And it's not just Tom. We have a whole system. They didn't. But at least they leaned into the idea the NFL is so difficult and so brutal and so competitive. And the lines are so thin that they had to operate in the margins in order to be successful. The Chiefs are like, no, nah, hell, man. We're going to have a little celebrity party. We're going to skip whole quarters. Listen to the the games the Chiefs have played this year. They lost the opener to the Lions 21-20. Now, that game we thought maybe Detroit was outstanding. I know that Detroit's record is good, but they're in an NFC North that's not particularly impressive. Detroit's probably a middle-of-the-pack AFC team and a pretty good NFC team. And the Chiefs beat them by a single point. Then, Kansas City beats the Jags 17-9. Not a bad performance, especially defensively, but they don't put these teams away when they should. Then they beat the Bears 41-10. to Now, that looks like a, a, a lot, but as we all know, if you beat the Bears by 21 points, if you adjust that, wins against replacement, algorithm, basic mediocrity of the average team, and you put it in the beautiful mind NFL computation, that's a three-point win. You should be beating the Bears 70-10 to or whatever the hell you're supposed to do, and you beat a broken, disheartened Jets team by three. I don't want to say they're a bad Jets team because they're outstanding defensively. But this was a team, this Jets team, in in utter turmoil. And I think maybe the most insulting thing is when the Chiefs win a game 23-20, to when the Jets have, by the way, the ball at the end, an opportunity or near end to go down and take the lead, and Zach Wilson reverts back into a pumpkin. It strikes midnight, and the guy turns out not to be anything other than, I don't want to say a bum, but he had a brutal, brutal fumble on a snap that gives the ball to Kansas City. And I, look, Jets fans, stop yelling. I I know. There were ghost holding calls. There were missed holding calls that allowed the Chiefs and Mahomes in particular to move down the field. 
But that's what's going to happen. This is the arrogance of Kansas City. They're so sure that they're going to win that they're just going to find ways, even if they're not legitimate, to get the victory. And then Andy Reid has the, the chutzpah, has the, has the arrogance. He doesn't mean this. To go out there, having just escaped a bad football team, having made a brutally embarrassing quarterback look better, at least for a night, than Mahomes, having gotten up 17 nothing and almost blown that lead to an embarrassment, the head coach of the defending world champion, Kansas City Chiefs, a guy that has coached his squad to five consecutive AFC Championship games or better, pretends that was some kind of epic battle that they should be proud of since they squeaked out a win. Proud of our guys for battling through uh, the night. There were some changes in momentum there. We were able to get it back and did a nice job of uh, swinging things back the right way. And, um, I, you know, if I had to pick somebody out there, I'd pick Pacheco out for the nice job that he had tonight. And, and then for our corners for figuring out what they were doing and shutting them down. So it was, uh, it was good all the way around there. Jets are a borderline bad football team with a terrible offense and a quarterback that can't play who were so disheartened they were turning on each other. And the Chiefs made them look like they still had Aaron Rodgers for that final score and the closeness of that game. Somebody has got to step up and make this Chiefs team actually have a sense of fear. That's part of the deal in the NFL. A fear that you're going to lose your hold on the top. A fear someone's going to step up. A fear that the next man up is going to come for you with that ambition and that hunger to take you down. The Chiefs, and maybe they're right, are so convinced that they are the destiny of the AFC and maybe beyond. Mahomes is so sure they're just going to find a way to win the game. No receivers, no problem. Mediocre defense, no problem. Have a couple quarters where you don't move the ball, even though you have the most electric offense that the game has seen consistently over a half-decade period, no problem. And it keeps me proven right. They did this last year, they did this the year before. What am I supposed to say? It's not like it doesn't work for the Kansas City Chiefs. Last year they won a Super Bowl. And by the way, they played with their food. They didn't pull the way they should have in a bunch of playoff games. Hell, a few years ago, they got down three touchdowns against a Titans team that turned out not to be as good as we thought they were. I know it's a different squad. And they just came back and won in the second half of a playoff game. Somebody's got to put a stop to this. Buffalo made the case it could be them over the weekend. Put a beatdown of epic proportions on the Dolphins. Those Vegas odds makers kind of know what they're talking about, huh? And I'm not selling the Dolphins short, even though they lost. I don't even know what the score was. 48-20? It was embarrassing. But the Dolphins are still a markedly dangerous team. And by the way, that game is supposed to prove the fact that especially among good football teams, any sort of letting go of the rope, any lack of focus, any, you know, we're pretty good, let's buy our own press and our own headlines, is supposed to catch up to you. That's part of what happened with Miami. They beat the Dolphins the hell out of an embarrassing, brutal Broncos team that is incapable of winning any game in the NFL this year unless it's against my Bears. And they... They, they clearly let go of some of the habits and some of the focus. You're supposed to get punished for that. Chiefs just find ways to win football games. Somebody's got to step up and embarrass these guys. Maybe it's the Browns. I don't want it to be. I think they're a bunch of bums for bringing in Deshaun Watson. Hope they never win an NFL game for the rest of their organizational career that he's there. But he didn't play over the weekend. Has that shoulder injury, and they were a different football team as a result. Maybe it's the Ravens, although, again, I'm not really buying that. I think Lamar Jackson has looked basic, has looked fine, has looked at least by the standards of an elite football team as ordinary individually over the course of the start of the year. The Bills can make a case. I know I'm on the record of saying I think Buffalo's window has closed for being a likely champion. I still think it's true. 
would love to be wrong. And I, I personally, there are teams I want to see lose and fail. Like, I don't want to see the Cowboys win. I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. I'm just tired of people celebrating a team that hasn't won a playoff game in 132 years. The Chiefs aren't one of those teams. For the reasons I outlined, I, I like Kansas City. But I'm tired of the arrogance. I'm tired of the fact that they just don't focus in a league where you're supposed to be punished brutally for that. So please, the AFC, have some self-respect. It's not going to be the Chargers. They're a bunch of losers disguised as a winner. I don't understand what's going on there, but it's been true for years. It's not going to be the Raiders. They're coached by someone that's not even Bill Belichick off of his tree. And it turns out even Bill Belichick doesn't know what he's doing. It's not going to be the Denver Broncos. They beat my Bears in an epic comeback of disaster for Chicago. But Denver's still a mess. It's got to be someone like Miami or Buffalo. Maybe the Ravens. The Browns are really interesting. You've got a 1-3 Bengals team that's in utter and total freefall. This, this year is probably over. But for the love of all that is holy, with, with, with Taylor Swift jumping up and down, with this Chiefs team constantly winning close games against teams that they should put away, with the inability from Holmes and this group to take all of that talent and experience and actually be focused, somebody step up and humble these guys. Make it hard. It's not supposed to be like this in the NFL. Even the Eagles, who are outstanding, have to worry about a Niners team that looks really, really good. Brock Purdy, will hit this later in the show, broke Steve Young's record for completion percentage in a single game. Purdy, over the weekend, completed 92.5% of his passes. If you're the Eagles, you're a little, you're a little worried. You're a little afraid. You're a little, you're a little freaked out. Maybe Detroit's a team. I, I've told you I don't believe in Dallas. That Patriots game is the exact kind of game the Cowboys win, right? Patriots are a mess. Mac Jones is absolutely terrible. But the fact is that the Cowboys playing at that level and the Eagles, who made the Super Bowl last year and lost to, God help me, the Chiefs, and all these other teams in the NFC trying to make a push in a case. I'm not, I'm not jumping on the commander's bandwagon, but they took the Eagles overtime, and they looked interesting. I might jump on Detroit's bandwagon in the NFC, all of that is enough that if you're the Niners, who I think are the best team in the NFC, or you're the Eagles, you know you have to just play at the highest level possible every single week. I cannot remember a time in the National Football League. Maybe the Warriors is the only comp that I can think of a few years ago where the Chiefs know they're so good and so much better that they really bring 60 or 70% effort every single week, most weeks. And then they got so trained into that. That became their muscle memory. We've even seen in the playoffs the last couple of years. They just, they don't bring that firepower to the end of games. They made a one in the Super Bowl under that model. They lost a game to the Bengals a couple years ago with that model. Close game. But they're not being punished the way that they should be. I say this is a guy that likes the Chiefs. If you have self-respect and you're in the AFC or you play this team in the NFL, you got to smack these guys in the face and bring them back to earth. Because I'm tired. Of, I'm not kind of like Tay Tay. That's not true. I, I'm not tired of Tay Tay dancing around. But they are. The Chiefs are just shoving in everybody's faces. It's like that scene from The Princess Bride. Oh, I forgot I'm left-handed. But they're not moving the sword of the left hand. They're playing with one arm tied behind their back. Somebody, somebody in the NFL, have some self-respect and start challenging this Chiefs team at a minimum. So they got to give their best effort. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. We've got a, a lot to get to. College football was incredible. Colorado, man. Who thought Colorado was going to, Colorado USC was going to be the under? There were like a 2,331 points. It was close. It was a close game at the end. 
That was a great game. There are a lot of things that happened we need to tell you about. It's about 20 minutes. We'll give you five things you need to know from the college football weekend. Rick Spielman's going to be here. Good morning, pretty daddy. How's by yourself today? You feeling it? Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. I have about looks at notes. 56 buy or sell questions today to get to. 50. So that segment will be 50 minutes long, and we'll be cutting to the Jim Rome show, which will go over super well with the bosses. <laughs> uh, and we'll preview Seahawks at Giants tonight. It's not a good game. I'm not going to pretend it's a good game, but I'm looking forward to watching it tonight. But first, let's get into some shocking Shocking losses. We'll sneak in some of this NBA news at the end of the next segment. But there were some brutal losses. And you're not going to be nice. Dude, you're a jerk, but we'll get into a second. <laughs> Tom sent me a note when the Bears were up uh, 28. Was it 28-21? Is that, was that the score? It's all it's all a blur. I didn't drink yesterday, but I felt like I got hammered. I had a headache this morning. I'm like, did I? No, no, no. It was the Bears game. I sent Tom, Tom a note before the Bears coughed up that turnover that... The Broncos lost, and he, the, the Bears were going to lose. I'm like, the Bears are going to lose. And then, Tom, anyway, Tom's a bad person. We're going to get into the Bears' loss, the Patriots' loss, the Bengals' loss, brutal loss for the Steelers. I tell you that every year, week four or five, is when you start to have a picture of what the NFL is. And the picture emerging this year, especially from the losses over the weekend for those teams, is shocking. We'll get into which of those can turn things around and who's doomed next here on CBS Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify is got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I think there should be, we should have and have a socially acceptable culture around adult playgrounds. They should be bigger. Maybe there's some climbing walls. Maybe there's, I don't know, a big jungle gym for adults. I don't know. On CBS Sports Radio. It's such a good, it's such a good idea. And it did come from an SNL skit. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the free Odyssey app. Get in the zone AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Tom, I have a question for you. <laughs> I can't wait for this. I'm ready. Okay, first of all. Okay, so so let me give you a little story. Driving, yes, last night, Lori and I drive to the bookstore and to Target. Right, I drop Lori off at the bookstore, and then I go to Target to get some stuff, and I come back to, to get her. And we're driving, you know, maybe three miles down a four-lane L.A. road, two lanes on either side, right? It's a 40 zone. Some people drive 60. That's fine. And there's a white Tesla. Now, do you know how fast these Teslas go? They can go fast. They're like spaceships. I got a buddy who thinks they're actually literally alien technology. But that's a different story. So, a white Tesla keeps veering in and out of traffic, almost hits me three times, almost hits two other cars. It's one of these cars that's just, I thought he was drunk at one point. Might have been. I mean, it was like dangerously driving, right? He's veering in and out of traffic, and then he's going the wrong way, so then he's coming up behind me. You just passed me 10 seconds ago, and he's behind me, riding, my, you know, riding up behind me. And I'm not a slow driver. I've never been described as, as a conservative driver. So, it, so Lori's like, what is this person doing? This is ridiculous. I mean, it's, people are like putting their hands up at this guy. It turns out we're both going to Barnes & Noble. We pull up in spots next to each other. Lori wouldn't let me. I wanted to follow the guy in and just be like, hey, bro. Thanks for almost killing me on the road. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. Can't do that. No, you can't do that. But we're already going there. I understand. What I, I understand. What if what, what if we had gone? What if I had walked in with him? I couldn't have been like, "Hey, man, thanks for like, why don't you slow down? People are people are trying to like live their lives, bro. No, like you would have got that off your chest. You would have felt better, but it yeah. probably wouldn't have done anything to that driver when he gets back into his car, except make him more agitated. <laughs> Apparently he was on his phone screaming at somebody. He's like, get it done, and hung up the phone. Then he was in line, was, you know, impatiently waiting for the line. Lori thinks he might have punched me in the face. He was, a, he was an older silver-haired fox. Or what if he did this? What if he went into Barnes & Noble and handed him driving for dummies? Oh, that's good. That would have been very aggressive, though. Had he punched me in the face <laughs> as hard as he could have, it would have felt similar to the feeling of watching the Bears-Broncos game. I, I, I don't want to talk about it, really. I know that's kind of the job. Um, though those two winless teams played each other, the Bears were up a whole lot. They were up 21 points. And by the way, Justin Fields looked good until he didn't. He looked, well, you're such a jerk, dude. 
<sighs> Broncos scored 24 unanswered points in the final 16 minutes of the game, including on a, on a fumble. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, at one point, I believe when we were texting back and forth, you said, quote, lose my number. Oh, dude, I was, I was actually mad at you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have the same You're... feeling watching the game as you did. Oh, by the way, I deserve every ounce of it. It's not like I'm merciful or kind when friends of mine's teams do badly. Uh, Adam Klug lost in fantasy baseball, former producer here, to my brother. And I'm going to send the most obnoxious note ever. I'm going to wait a day, but I am. I wouldn't be leaning into this if you would have just followed my advice and not been optimistic when the season started. Plus, then, bet on the Bears this week. Stop. They covered. They covered. You stop. They covered. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's – I didn't want to bring it up because I I didn't like – because, you know, I'm betting on a guy who's – the coach is Matt Eberlews. He'll never be Eberflus. Whatever his name used to be, his name is Eberlews. And I bet on and believed and gave my heart to a team that hired a guy whose last name is Eberlews. But they did cover. I got it three and a half, pal. They covered. Congratulations! I'm happy it, for you, it, it, dude. It's 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 ash in my mouth. It, re- it 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 really is. It doesn't feel like a victory or a win. So that game was was shocking. But both those teams suck. The Broncos are terrible. That they're in a, they're a humiliation. There are some other losses that are that are pretty that are pretty interesting. I mean, we already hit the the Dolphins losing by a pile to the, to the Bills, and I actually don't. Um, we've hit it. I don't think there's a big takeaway for Miami. I think they, they started to, as Kirk Morrison, our friend, this doesn't even make sense, but who played in the NFL says they started to smell themselves, which is his expression for for really thought they were great. Now, that presumes you smell really good. So smelling yourself as an expression is smelling yourself, right? Like it's, yeah, most people smell themselves because they're insecure, not because they're really arrogant. But that's Kirk. I love Kirk, but come on, bro. Uh, Patriots got humiliated by the Cowboys and Look, there's a lot of talk about Mac Jones. There's a lot of chatter on Twitter about how bad he is, and it's all accurate. And there's a play, I don't know if you saw it, Tom, where he throws the ball across his body late, and the game's already over, and the Cowboys pick it off, pick six, take it back. And people are using this as an example of how he's a problem. He is the – yeah, yeah, all that's true. The reason Mac Jones sucks, the reason he looks like the new version of, unless he plays the Chiefs, Zach Wilson – or a lot of other quarterbacks who drafted with the expectation to be the face of a franchise, to be the starting quarterback for a team who fail, and then this weight falls on them, and they they implode confidence-wise. The, the reason he's become this guy is because these bozos, these non-geniuses, these arrogant idiots, and put me on the top of the list of people who was wrong about Bill Belichick without Tom Brady, they thought he didn't need an offensive coordinator last year. You know, in finances, they'll talk about a lost decade, a lost decade for the, for the S&P 500 in the early part of the century. Uh, Japan had a lost decade financially. A year as a quarterback early in your tenure is like a decade in, the, in that context. It's so much time. And to lose an entire season of development last year for Mac Jones, to have Matt Patricia be your offensive coordinator, who shouldn't even be a defensive coordinator, and certainly shouldn't have been the head coach in Detroit, be the steward of your of your growth and your opportunity for that arrogance and that inability to understand what a second year quarterback needs. That's why Mac Jones was was a humiliation, and that 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 ability for the Patriots to think they're smarter than everybody else and actually be the idiot in the room. That is certainly the most the most telling example is Mac Jones, and he's probably ruined Tom. But that entire Patriots team was an embarrassment, and you know me, I don't think. 
I think the Cowboys are a really good team if they're playing a bad team, which is what New England is. And I told you this. I told you at the start of the year, Bill Belichick got off to a bad start. If the, the seat was going to get hot. I don't think it's outrageous to think this guy gets fired on Black Monday this year. Yesterday's 35-point loss to the Cowboys, the worst loss in Bill Belichick's head coaching career. And to give you an example, by the way, of how much the Chiefs, to reinforce the open of the show, just took their sweet and dandy time not caring, they won that game, Kansas City over the Jets, by a similar margin to what the Patriots beat the Jets over. Barely beat them, New England, last weekend. And then the one that's, I think, really, really telling. We we can get in later some of the other games, some of the things going on. I mean, the Steelers' loss is brutal, and I know Mike Tomlin said there's going to be changes. The Bengals didn't just lose. They lost 27-3. to Demar Chase is, 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 is very, very angry. When I first saw that, when he when I first saw the clip where he said, I'm, I'm open, I'm always bleeping open, I I didn't see the context of it. I thought he meant, I thought he was arguing with reporters who said he's not honest about his answers. Because I couldn't conceive of him taking those kind of shots at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, and he's playing on a calf that he shouldn't be playing on. But he is as bad a quarterback this year as basically anybody in the National Football League. He is a different guy. And Tom, I know the teams don't want to give up seasons. I know you don't want to forfeit a year. This is why you don't let quarterbacks play when they're not healthy. You tried it once. Protect Joe Burrow from himself. Protect his football team from themselves. You can't play Joe Burrow if he's not capable of throwing the ball more than five yards down the field. He cannot. He's obviously in pain. He's a sitting duck. He can't move. He can't find the power to even throw the ball five or ten yards down the field, let alone 20 or 30. Their season is over. They're one and three. They have a banged-up quarterback. They have pissed-off stars. You just have to accept sometimes that you're hurt and it's over. Let it go. 12 points per game. Dead last in the NFL in points per game at 12. And to your point, they're not even a threat. It's not like they're not converting in the red zone. Joe Burrow is averaging less than five yards per pass. They're not even a threat out there. They've scored three points twice this season. Three points. Yeah. Something's clearly, clearly wrong with Joe Burrow. Vrabel's a great coach. I think he's an incredible coach. That is not a great football team. By the way, quick, just you heard it here first. You ready? You heard it here first. I'm right. You tell me if you saw it somewhere else. I don't want to stick. I'm right so often. The show's righter than you. I don't want to be laying claim to stuff I shouldn't. Don't laugh at me. I am right. Other than the Bears. I haven't started laughing yet. I saw your face. Here's what needs to happen, and I think what can happen if Bobby Cakes, Robert Kraft, we, are we efforting Bobby Cakes on the show? Do we call him Bobby Cakes? We are continuing to effort him. Yeah. Psychic why, powers. Why are you laughing now? Because <laughs> I know you're not trying. Here's what Bobby Cakes needs to do you fire Bill Belichick if this continues, which it will. And I don't know Vrabel's contract situation, but I know that I know Vrabel's agent personally, and his agent is friends with, with, with Kraft. His, his, his agent is also Belichick's agent, but still. And you go hire Mike Vrabel in New England. And you do a reset with Vrabel. What a fantastic hire that would be if that could happen. That's, How I great think, the move. would that be? And I believe, because Vrabel came to Kansas City to play at the end of his career when I was writing about the Chiefs every day for that newspaper, I believe Vrabel and Bill Belichick are not the best of friends. I don't think Vrabel loved being shipped out. 
So I think there'd be a certain extra... Mo- you know how, how Belichick's always been motivated by the Browns treating me badly and I'm going to show the world and he got lucky, it turns out, with Tom Brady? The irony is Rabel will have a similar motivation and that motivation will be the guy that he replaced. You fu- And you start doing the back-channel stuff now with this agent who's good at his job, right? Because I think for Rabel, too, you've gotten to a, a point with the Titans where you're not going to be competitive. And if you're going to reset... It might make sense to go reset in New England, a place that has more of a tradition, an owner that's going to support you, and maybe where your voice will be heard in a new and different way. Have you? Heard, I haven't heard it anywhere else. No, and it's that. I mean, Mike Vrabel is one of, if the most underrated coach in the NFL. If this continues, fire Bill Belichick and find a way to bring Mike Vrabel to the Patriots as the head coach. All right. I need to talk some NBA. We'll do it in a little bit. Drew Holiday got traded to the Celtics. Love it for them. Love it for Portland. All those Miami fans. I know that I'm not supposed to say this. I tell my kids not to say this. This is friends. I'm sorry. But if you're a Miami fan, a media member, not a fan. Fans, you can say whatever you want. If you're a media member who should know better, whining and crying about some conspiracy, about how you didn't get Damian. Shut up. Look at the return Portland has gotten. It's absolutely incredible. We'll hit that. Harden's not showing up for camp. We'll hit that later. But I want to make some time because we've got a segment. It's not really new. Everything old is new. Again, we used to do this when we did the show for four hours in the evening. It's five things. Tommy's favorite segment. He's got a tattoo on his chest. Uh, sources tell me that's five things you need to know about college football. It was a cram-packed weekend. We'll get into that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When he's right... He's right. So I was driving around running errands, because all I do now, Tom, is drive errands for my family. That I'm, I spend five hours a day in the car. <laughs> this is your future. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Ryder. I'm honestly surprised that when, when the white Tesla from the silver-haired, rich fox, arrogant, angry guy almost sideswiped me three times, and we ended up at the same place, that you sold on the idea of just being like, bro, drive safely, man. Put on the. I'm not a big autopilot on the old Teslas, but in this case, sir... Put it on. I'll take my chances with the algorithm. No good comes from that. No good. Maybe he stops driving like that. Maybe he he thinks what my wife pointed out. My wife goes, he probably goes to the like school. Like his kids probably go to our kids' school. We probably know him. It's not a big community. And my answer is yeah. So I don't care if people like me. Let's use the shame factor. Like he can be shamed. If I'm the one driving badly, then you can shame me. But like I don't care about being friends with some silver-haired fox rich guy. Probably has a second wife. Let's just shame him. I'll team Laurie on this one. If that's the oh, attitude man. you were going to go with for that, that was not going to end well. I mean, I was going to say it with 90% a-holery and 10% writer charm, which people can confuse. <laughs> Those two things people confuse for each other sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. Let's do five things you need to know on college football. Your security clearance is on a need-to-know basis. And these are five things you need to know. Number one. Bill, let's get right to it. The game of the weekend. After Colorado trailed USC 34-14 at halftime, 
the Buffaloes outscored the Trojans 27-14 in the second half to make a game of it. Now, USC held on for the 48-41 win, but Bill, the two quarterbacks in this game, Caleb Williams and Shador Sanders, threw for four, excuse me, threw for 774 yards and 10 touchdowns, plus Sanders added another one on the ground. Now, after the game, Colorado head coach Deion Sanders said he knows his program is headed in the right direction despite having lost two straight games now. If you can't see what's coming with CU football, you've lost your mind. You're just a flat-out hater. If you can't see what's going on and what's going to transpire over the next several months, something's wrong with you. But I am happy and thankful that we are a voice of hope, of just desire and want. I think that's the thing that's touching souls around the country that, you know, that down and out person, that person that no one believes in, that person that no one desires, that person that stepped over and stepped by and stepped through and stepped past, that that we represent that person because no one wants to see what we're doing. Uh, they don't want to see us accomplish what we're doing. And I said, and I will reiterate this, you got to be crazy if you can't see the direction that we're headed. And I'm so happy and thankful to be the head coach of this wonderful university. Bill, USC is ranked number nine this week and will take on Arizona, while Colorado will look to get back in the win column against Arizona State. He's right, by the way. I may be crazy, but I'm not so crazy I can't see what Colorado's building. And this is what I texted you. My immediate takeaway was how good is this program going to be in year two or three or four when he starts to fill it up with the level of talent that is inevitable. And you just listen to him talk and his sales pitch and the message to would-be recruits. And the thing about USC is that every single year, if you go west of, I don't know, Alabama, you know, west of the Mississippi River, if you want to do west of the Rockies, but it extends further east than that, every year USC has the most talented football team on the West Coast. It's not even close. Are they often coached the way they should be? No. Now, Lincoln Riley's also a guy, what is he, in year two of this program, who's going to, con- they're, they're going to be a juggernaut. It's not like they're going to take a step backwards. But Colorado, which isn't historically a landing point and a magnet for talent, is going to be. And the fact that they made a game of it. Were they 21-point underdogs? That they showcased what they can do. He's right. The future is Colorado. It's other places, too. But assuming Deion Sanders is there for three or four or five years, they are going to be a force. And that may not be a quote-unquote win for Colorado, but it's a win for that program. It's a win for what they're going to be. It's a win for recruiting. And I think it shows you, if you're a five-star, and you're trying to figure out, do I want to go play for Dion or do I want to go play for Saban, or do I want to go play maybe at Georgia under Kirby, or do I want to, do I want to be out west and play, U- play for USC? You not you can see that game, and you can say, oh, man, year one for Dion, and that's what they're doing with USC. If I go, we can compete. They're going to be a top five, top ten program every single year. Every single year Dion's there in two or three years. Number two. All right, Bill, Georgia, the number one team in the country, was tied with Auburn heading into the fourth quarter on Saturday. Now the Bulldogs ultimately came away with the 27-20 win and remain in the top spot atop the AP Top 25 poll this week. But Bill, Georgia head coach Kirby Smart had this to say after the game on Saturday. When you turn the ball over and you give people extra possessions, 
Uh, you just can't do that. Good football teams don't do that, and uh, good football teams don't you know let people run the ball on you for 200 yards. That's one of the things that we knew they could do well. Thought they really ran the ball well, and uh, they used the quarterback and and rushed the ball on us. We we we, we can't do that, and we got to be able to run the ball better too. But proud of the way the guys fall. Now Georgia takes on Kentucky this Saturday, while Auburn is now 0-2 thus far in SEC play in Hugh Freeze's first season, and they have a bye this week. All right, two takeaways. One, Hugh Freeze is there for a reason, and I think the like Auburn's one of these programs that you worry you go the way of Nebraska, but you're just as capable of turning things around. There's a obviously a remarkable tradition at Auburn, and with Alabama a little bit, I know we're going to hit this, a little bit on what feels like the downswing. People are calling for Saban to quit, by the way. I mean, let's to go on college game day. Let's slow Let's slow down. Let's slow down. But Auburn is a program that can certainly turn it around. I, I don't think it says a lot about Georgia, and I'm trying to remember, Tom, didn't they almost lose to Missouri last year? Is that right? At, at, and, and they won. The thing about college football is when you're elite and when you are at a whole, a whole different level, it's, what, it's like the Chiefs, although this shouldn't happen at the NFL level. You can kind of get out of the gate slow or not bring your full focus, and usually – teams with that kind of disparity in talent and experience that Georgia currently has over Auburn. You're going to find ways to win. I don't think think it says a lot about Georgia. It certainly didn't last year. I do think it says that, that Auburn's one of these programs, and there, there's a bunch that are good enough in the SEC if they if they get it right in a couple recruiting classes can turn it around very quickly. Number three. It was an absolute wild one in Oxford between LSU and Ole Miss with the Rebels coming away with the 55-49 to win. Now, Bill, there was over 1,300 yards of combined total offense in this game. Both quarterbacks, Jalen Daniels for LSU and Jackson Dart for Ole Miss, both threw for four touchdowns. And, Bill, after reaching the SEC championship game in his first season with LSU last year, Brian Kelly's team is off to a 3-2 and start this season Falling to number 23 in the poll this week, and they'll play Mizzou on Saturday. Meanwhile, yeah, don't, talk, don't talk about Missouri. <laughs> I don't want any more heartbreak, bro. I got the Bears ready. Meanwhile, Lane Kiffin and company jumped up to number 16 in the poll this week and looked to keep things rolling against Arkansas this weekend. I know you got to educate the people, but here's a favor. If you got to bring up Missouri football, I went to Mizzou. With the, what's going on with the Bears and the Cubs, can you just say a football team? A football team. All right. Or ran, they're playing... I'll, I'll do it for you. Brian Kelly's team is 3-2 and two this season, falling to tw- number 23 this week, and they play a random football team this weekend. Noted. Not not inaccurate. All right, so look, I like watching Lion Kelly lose, right, because he's Lion Kelly. I enjoy it. The The takeaway for me is how good Ole Miss is. and how I mean, I know Lane Kiffin is, is an interesting guy, and some people call him a crazy person. And as you know, I used to live near Lane, and he wasn't the friendliest guy on my daily walks. He's the kind of guy that had he been driving the white Tesla, and I corrected him, he would have punched me in the face probably. But the guy can coach. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to kick Nick Saban out of college football. But Lane Kiffin, as the future coach of Alabama, has a little bit of an edgy ring to it, doesn't it? That would be wild. I think it's possible three or four years. Number four. All right, Bill. Let's go back to Friday night. Oregon State took care of business at home in Corvallis, beating Utah twenty-one to seven. Utah, again, was without starting quarterback Cam Rising, who has not played yet this season as he continues to recover from an ACL injury that he suffered last year. Meanwhile, the Beavers and Clemson transfer quarterback DJU has thrown for a touchdown pass in all five games this season as Oregon State jumped up to number 15 in the poll this week. 
such a big win because Utah is such an interesting football team, and they're tough, and they're old-school football. It makes me sad. Is that is that like it's the Pac-2 winning a game? Like I, I don't even. Do I just stop saying Pac-2? I feel no, bad. I love it. I enjoy it. It really. But I'm not makes making me fun of the program. I'm not, I'm not making either. fun of the fans. It's, it's the best conference in football. I feel bad for both of those programs, but it still makes me laugh. I mean, the Pac-2 is one of you know, like, it, 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 it. good win in the service of what? To me, it just underscores the brutality of what's coming next year with realignment. Number five. Alabama put Mississippi State away early, leading 31-10 at the half. So that means, Bill, the offensive woes have been fixed in Tuscaloosa, right? Well, quarterback Jalen Milrow attempted just 12 passes, throwing for 164 yards and no touchdowns. Now, he did have two touchdowns on the ground as he ran the ball almost as many times as he threw the ball. Threw it 12, ran it 11. Alabama jumped up one spot, but are still outside of the top 10 at number 11. Nick Saban and company take on Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M on Saturday, and I cannot wait. Yeah, best frenzies. Best frenzies. What is a successful, I watched this game, what is it, and to, to your point, they won. They didn't look amazing. They didn't look like the Alabama you're accustomed to, even though they won handily. What's a successful season for Alabama at this point? They already have a loss, so I'll say a two-loss team. Nick Saban is now yeah. designing the game where he knows he cannot trust whoever is playing quarterback. They're not good enough at the quarterback position in 2023 where you have to be to, I think, even make an SEC championship game, let alone compete in that game. I know that's a crazy thing to say, and I thought maybe eventually Milrow or someone else would emerge, but instead of having three guys who were all really competitive because they were all really effective— they have three guys at quarterback who aren't good enough. Next year, they will transfer portal someone in who's probably better. They will recruit someone who's probably better. But this year, I think you're. I think two wins. This is not what Alabama wants. Pretending they're in the mix, but they're really not. What would be interesting is if we had an expanded college football playoff. Actually, Alabama would need it this year. This is the year Alabama needs it because they're not good enough to make to make that Final Four. And I hope I'm wrong. You know, clip the words. I hope I'm wrong. I'm a big saving guy. I like watching him play. Rick Spielman, former GM of the Vikings, my colleague at CBS Sports HQ, going to give us a front office perspective on everything that happened in the NFL when we come back here on CBS Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.